Hey guys, welcome back for another episode of the Manifestation Queen podcast. This is an exciting episode for you because this is a feature that I did on the DIY Money podcast a couple months ago. While this happened a couple months ago, the information and the content and the questions that were asked are so valuable, especially if you are truly getting in and committing to your journey of energetically aligning with all of the money that you're seeking. We talked manifestation, we talked money, we talked all the cool things. Usually this podcast, to be honest with you, the DIY money podcast usually focuses on more like practical things to do with your money. But he invited me, Daniel invited me in to talk with him about the manifestation side of things, the energetics, like aligning your frequency, your vibration with more money. And the questions he asked, the conversation we had was so much fucking fun. Like I honestly loved it. So I want to share it with you guys here on this podcast too. If you love this episode, then you're not going to want to miss out on a free event that I'm offering starting next Wednesday, February 17th. This is called the Money Vibes Free five-day live stream series, and I am going to teach you all the things and get you really thinking and getting you in the vibes and getting you um, aligning with those frequencies of bigger cash months, more money in your pocket, more of the savings and freedom, and um, you know, just all the feelings of taking the pressure off yourself, like uncorking your, your keg, you know, and drinking from the fountain of money. All right. There's a visual for you. So if this sounds good to you, you don't want to miss out on this. I usually have my challenges and, um, you know, like live stream series in my private group, the Abundant Soul Social Club, but this one's different. This is going to be held in a private Facebook group only for all of the money vibes, um, people who sign up. I almost said women, but guys will join too. Like anybody's welcome. So if you want to sign up and secure your spot and get into the super exclusive group, then go to themanifestationqueen.com slash money vibes and you can sign yourself up right there. Be sure to share it with any friends that you might have that can benefit from this too. I think this is going to be amazing. It's going to be so much fun and I just can't wait to get started. I've got some amazing shit planned for you. Like next level that only I can bring to you because I'm the money queen. Well, there's a lot of money queens out there, but the abundant soul bring you all the abundance, all of the love, money, and freedom that your little soul desires. Your huge soul. Nobody's soul's little. What the hell am I talking about? Okay. With that being said, here you go. Let's start this episode. Thank you so much. If you haven't yet, hit subscribe. Go ahead and hit subscribe to this podcast. Leave a five-star rating and a review on iTunes so more cool people like you can find it. I love you guys. Have a great day and enjoy the show. Are you ready for this? Let's do it. Welcome to the Manifestation Queen podcast, your filter-free and uncensored source for all things manifestation. I'm Cassie McKenzie, and I'm a manifestation expert. I'm here to raise your vibes and your cash flow. Listen, I've manifested everything from a beer, a six-figure salary, my husband, and homes, and more. And I am spilling everything I can on this podcast so you can learn how you can do the same. The more fun I have, the more manifestations appear, and the more money I make. So it's my obsession to show you how you can be, do, and have anything you want. 
So join the movement to raise your income and your impact on this world. Become a manifestation queen and create a life that feels like a vacation. Let's do the damn thing. Hey everyone, we're back. It's another Friday afternoon and this is Coffee Talk with DIY Money. And this is a time every Friday afternoon where we have the opportunity to talk to some of the movers and shakers and influencers in the personal finance space to hear a little bit more about their money journey and a little bit more about their story so that you can learn a little bit about how to manage your money story. So we're bringing Cassie in here. Let me tell you that I got to talk to Cassie this week and it was a fantastic opportunity to hear a little bit more about her podcast and what she's doing in the personal finance space. So welcome Cassie, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing great. Thank you, Daniel. How are you? I'm doing so awesome. Now, you're our first guest to join from a car for Coffee Talk, which is awesome because <laughs> most people do drink their coffee on the go. Uh, but tell us, where are you? Because I was pretty excited to hear where you're, uh, where you're live streaming from today. We're actually at Disney World. We've been here for a couple of days since we only live like an hour and a half away. Um, we ended up staying, you know, for, the, for another day. Here we That's go. awesome. Hey, Jamie. How's it going? So, and that's just a, uh, that's a fantastic sort of intro, I guess, probably into today's show where we're going to talk about a lot about mindset and attitude and the things that go into your personal finance journey and the ability to even maybe pivot and make decisions on the fly. So that's very awesome for, for those of you that are just dropping on now, this is DIY Money. but a lot of Friday afternoons where we have the opportunity to talk to some influencers in the personal finance space and share with you a little bit about their story. Uh, I'm Daniel Zolno, I'm a certified financial planner and host of the DIY Money Podcast. This is Cassie McKenzie, the Manifestation Hi. Queen, uh, and you can check out her podcast, the Manifestation Queen Podcast. So welcome, Cassie. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you. Awesome. So why don't we start out just, you know, right at the beginning, where did your personal financial journey start? And uh, I guess, where was that beginning point and what got you going down this road? Um, you know what? I, I would say it started even from being a teenager. I grew up and both of my parents are teachers. So, you know, like from time to time, the money was kind of tight. So I always grew up like working hard at school and then going to college and coming out and I became a pharma rep there. So it was always, you know, at the forefront of my mind and fascinating to me. And now it's just evolved into understanding like energetically what, you know, goes into money and all. So. Okay. So for people who don't know lingo, pharma rep means. <laughs> Pharmaceutical rep. I was a drug pusher of legal drugs. <laughs> nice. And what does that entail? What does it take to be a pharmaceutical rep? I mean, what do you do day in, day out? What's that job like? Oh, gosh. Well, when, when we're not in the middle of the COVID pandemic, um, usually it was just going every day I visit doctor offices and talk to them about my products that, um, that I sold. I sold oncology products, pediatrics, um, you know, almost everything, you know, and so a lot of times it was bringing coffee in and having conversations and being the awkward person in the office, you know, yeah. like not being seen. But um, it was a lot of fun because I like I like working with people and it was and I like variety. Okay. So it was, you know, I think that's why I'm used to being in in the car to make a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> like I spent 20 years of my life doing 
just this, I guess, now that I think about it. <laughs> awesome. That's fantastic. So this is Cassie's safe space where you can find her in the car anytime. Right. So how do you how do you go from being sort of a farmer rep, sort of in the grind, the nine to five plus hustle and so forth, selling uh, selling a company's products to, you know, this aha moment where you set out on your own sort of personal finance journey that leads you to this kind of this new mindset? What, what, what was the turning point? What was the moment there that what did it lead to? Well, you know, I spend a lot of time driving around by myself, and so it mm -hmm. gets – some people get really lonely, but I use it as a chance to start listening to podcasts or books on tape and things like that. So it felt like I was always – even if what I – if you know, like any job, sometimes you just don't get passionate about it, and you're like, oh, crap, what am I supposed to do now? And so you have to entertain yourself, and some people would just, like, call other people and gossip, but I was like, no, I kind of want to learn because I have two little kids, so, you know, and – when I didn't have two kids, I had a big social life, so I wasn't learning much at home except how to make the perfect drink. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> back in those days. But, yeah, it was um, – the turning point was really learning more and more about how, you know, I could operate at, like, a peak capacity, you know, and, like, really be efficient not only in my life but also in building my future and having fun at the same time, you know. Really, a so, lot of people get like bogged down by work, but yeah, you got to find like the bright part of it, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, what were I guess one of the first steps or two that you took out of that sort of pharma working lifestyle into this sort of new lifestyle with a new mindset and so forth? How, how did you start to shift that mindset for people who who don't even know where to begin? The mindset about what specifically? Because there was a lot of them. <laughs> well, you pick, you pick, choose yours. How, yeah. What was the first pivot? What was the first thing that you changed? Uh, well, the first thing that I changed was deciding not to go back to corporate America after mm. becoming a coach. So okay. I had started, um, I started my podcast. I started um, creating books, I mean, creating books, creating courses about money and really about like how you treat money and your relationship with money determines what comes back to you. And so I created a course called Money is Your Boyfriend about like if you treat money like he's never around or he's too small or he's like you bitching about him to all of like your friends, then he's never going to want to come around anymore. So a lot of money works the same way. Um, and so it, you know, it was kind of like building that parallel there. And so from there, I started doing one-on-one -on -one coaching and creating more courses. And I focus a lot on building abundance into your life now, too. Hmm. So not just financial, but, you know, across the board. Because really, I think when it comes down to it, people just want to be happy and feel free. They want to, you know, like this podcast is about, you know, financial freedom, right? Like making the right decisions about money and about your finances so that you can build a future that you can feel free and have fun and finally travel. But the problem is most people wait for that. They wait till they like have worked for 60 years and then they can go have fun. And by then they're finding more excuses why not to. So my goal is to get more people to have more fun earlier and have the money that they want you know, like we're, it's ingrained in us that once you've worked this amount of time, you should be earning this amount of money. And it's BS because you yeah. could make that amount. You could, whoopsie, you could make that amount of money like right now. It doesn't have mm -hmm. to be like, it doesn't have to be 60 years or 40 years from now. And it's all wow. about the mindset of it all and how you treat yourself, your relationship with money on the happiness. And so creating that happiness and freedom in your life right now 
mm-hmm. is what is going to bring that massive amount of abundance to you right now in all ways, shapes, and forms. And magic starts happening. Like, all these crazy things start happening and start coming to you that, you know, because I could go on. Like, this is one of my favorite topics <laughs> if you couldn't help. But, like, what I see the most is people think I need, like, they think of something that they want. And then they immediately go to, but how am I supposed to pay for that, right? Mm. And you're not supposed to. Like, there's a million different ways that it could come to you. It doesn't have to be a physical paper transaction, right? Mm. So I like really broadening the, um, you know, like the minds of my clients and the people who listen to my podcast and the people who I encounter because it doesn't have to be this, like, dollar-for-dollar exchange, you know? Mm. Yeah. Totally. So you mentioned early on sort of the the abundance versus the scarcity mindset and a pretty distinct difference there. So uh, describe, I guess, for people who maybe haven't had that heard that terminology before, what would you call the abundance mindset and versus the scarcity mindset? And what should people be aware of there? Okay. well, here's a good your your abundance mindset is always thinking from an aspect of there's more where that came from or Mm -hmm. there's a. there's more than enough to go around. Like there's no, there's no shortage of supply of anything here. I mean, and once you start looking at how like the grass doesn't strain to grow and the weeds <laughs> don't strain to grow. Like if anything, like I think there was an abundance of rain at Disney World yesterday, and now there's abundance of lotus flowers coming out. Like it's crazy. Oh, nice. So versus like the scarcity mindset of like, holy crap, this just happened. How am I ever? You know, like thinking that you look at your bank account and you're like, I just paid all my bills. Now it's down to $4,000. What else? What what am I going to do? Be broken a month if I don't like, if I don't figure something out. Right. And it's not like that is going to create a shortage of ideas. You know, like Mm. it's not just scarcity of money. It's, it, it bleeds out into so many areas of your life because it bleeds out into a shortage of, like creativity and you start to get stressed and you start to literally cut that supply down as if, you know, it's like an umbilical cord, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you did that to a baby, the baby wouldn't get the nutrients it needs, right? And so when you do that to your supply of money and supply of ideas and opportunities and all of that, then that is what, Hey Jenny, what's going on? Um, (laughs) that, that, uh, that starts to, you know, manifest in your life that way too. So, like mm. a great example would be, say you got an unexpected, say you're like, your air conditioner broke down and you needed to pay $700 for a new one, right? Or to get mm-hmm. it fixed or whatever. Somebody with an abundance mindset would say, okay, cool. Like there's more where that came from. Like I always like yeah. to say, even when I was unemployed and my husband was unemployed and we were just like, ah, I don't know what we're going to do. But like, there's always what, there's always Kind of like, remember the Arrested Development shows where they're yeah. like, there's always money in the banana stand, right? <laughs> like, it's like, there's always more where that came from. Or every unexpected mm. bill that comes to me, I'm going to, like, I get excited because I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to return to me tenfold. And then it does. Mm. It totally does. So it's crazy because then, you know, a person with a scarcity mindset would be like, oh, holy crap, I don't know how I'm going to pay for this. And then obsess about it and start going down this, like, basically giving their head a swirly in the toilet bowl because like they're going down, down, down and they can't get themselves out. And it's, you know, you see this all the time in all kinds of like, I mean, in relationships, you see this, right? Yeah. People that are like 
sabotaging. Like self-sabotage happens all the time, and I think that's just like what a lack mindset does to you. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, over COVID, the pandemic, when we were all quarantined the house, we got our four-year-old uh, to lose the training wheels on the bike, and yeah, I still get we it. Did he's, yeah, he's a speed demon now, so he's ripping up the street with the friends in the neighborhood. Uh, but I continually tell him that you know the most important thing because he he rides his bike and he's kind of all over the place. I tell him, you know, because uh, uh, he likes to look up to me as a cyclist. I say, you know, the bike will go wherever you point your eyes. So it's right. very, very important that your eyes are where you want to go. So it sounds like when it comes to uh, our manifestation and our mind and our mindset and this abundance versus scarcity is we have to keep our mind and our eyes on the things that we really want. doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to come easy, but the fact is that if we don't look where we want to go and we don't have that in our mind, then odds of us getting there are probably going to be a lot less. Is that, is that kind of where we're at? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, stay in your lane, right? Stay in your lane, focus on a destination, and then you'll get there. Like, it's all your – some people get bogged down by the, like, well, I don't know how I'm going to get there. How am I going to do this? And it's like, well, it's going to happen eventually. Eventually you're going to get to your destination, but if you stop every five seconds asking how you're going to get there, then you are never – like, it's going to take forever to get there, right? So I like to – that's, like, such a great example because we should just say, with our little guy and um he you know it's just like people people who focus on what they want end up getting it 100 percent of the time eventually if that's truly what they want right but sometimes that little waiting period it's the waffling inside of your head or doubting whether it can happen and it's just taking like if you look at your energy supply on a cycle you know as a cyclist right you've got a certain amount and if you if you stopped every five seconds, that would take away your energy because you'd have to get the momentum going again, right? So yeah. I totally Absolutely. get that. I agree. Awesome. Well, hey, if you're just dropping in and joining us now, this is DIY Money Coffee Talk. It's a Friday afternoon segment where we talk to some of the movers and shakers in the personal finance world and hear about their journey with personal finance. Today, we are talking with Cassie McKenzie, uh, the Hi. Manifestation Queen, host of the Manifestation Queen podcast. I am Daniel Zolno, certified financial planner, host of the DIY Money Podcast. If you have a question, feel free to drop it down there in the box. We'll answer it live on the show before we exit. But uh, Cassie, uh, as you're talking and you're helping and you're coaching people through this abundance versus scarcity mindset and trying to get their mind on the right path, what are some of the typical roadblocks that you see that just keep people tripping up and, and just keep them from living this life of abundance? What, what keeps the people from making that shift? Number one, without a doubt, they don't believe they're worthy of it to begin with. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, they, yeah, they don't believe they're worthy of it, and it, and it, like some people get offered free things and turn it away. So oh. How do you expect? To, oh, hey, Jamie, what's up? You know what I mean? Like, how do you expect to have greater and greater amounts of abundance in your life if you can't even accept something free, even as little as a compliment, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, it's really interesting because, like. I, like there's three reasons why I've seen. One is they don't believe they can have it. Like they don't believe it's possible. And so they say that they want something and then they're like, yeah, but it's not possible. And so that like they'll keep saying and saying and saying they want it, but it's not going to come because they're focused on how it's, you know, like the basically like the impossibility of it. Right. But anything is truly possible. I mean, I'm at freaking Disney World. Right. Where I'm sitting right now is a swamp back in the 60s. Now it is a 42 square mile city that's like the size of San Francisco. It's literally twice as big as Manhattan. 
Like, if you, if some, thank God Walt Disney didn't listen to people who told him it was impossible to make a theme park about a mouse, right? Because, <laughs> like, absolutely. We would never have Moana. We would never have cars. Like, Lightning McQueen would not exist, and that would shatter my four year old's complete existence. So, like, and we let's not even get started on Frozen. But like that would be the big one. Like they don't believe they can have it. They don't mm-hmm. believe they're worthy to begin with. And they didn't really want it to begin with. Like those are the three yeah. things. Where all the time and and like we are told growing up what it what we should want, right? Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times that then you know like it starts to manifest into like. You have friends who tell you what you should want, who you should date, what you should eat. People become the sheeps, right? They go to the point where they're like, well, the ones that watch the news, like they could not survive without having the news because they, for, God forbid, they had to think for themselves for like a yeah. hot second, right? And so, like, and I know people like this. They are very close to me. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Come on. But yeah. anyway, that's a whole other topic for another day. I want And, um, you know, like getting super clear on just even getting to know yourself, mm-hmm. just you personally, getting to know yourself will do a gigantic world of difference because you will know what you want, what authentically you want. You'll mm-hmm. know what will make your soul happy and how you can actually like create things in your life. And number three, and this is a big one, you won't give to asks about other people's opinions, right? Yeah. So if mm-hmm. somebody else says, oh, there's no way you can have that, no way, you'd be like, oh, really? Yeah. Okay, you just keep going. You go stay in your lane there. I will stay in mine. And then if you want to join me later on, on my party, you can. Right? Yes, I like so, this. I like this idea that our, our mindset and our focus and believing that we're worthy is, is a critical attribute to where we're going to go in life. I know... Uh, it sounds really trite and trivial and the people who listen to our podcast and probably the people who listen to yours will think this maybe is a terrible example, but there was an era in life where I would pass loose change on the ground and it was like, is a penny or a nickel really even worth stopping to pick up? And then I realized at some point one day that if I thought that, you know, long term I was going to be wealthy, then you know, it starts one penny at a time. And I know it sounds really stupid and simple, but if you, if you can't just stop and pick up one penny, then how are you going to be able to see and be aware of the other opportunities in your life? So I love that. So what are some of the practical things that people can do this week to start moving towards a better mindset? What is, I guess, the one thing that you would tell people to like, start here, start now, do this this weekend, and you'll at least take that first step towards the journey, get that first penny in your pocket, if you will. Yeah, totally. Uh, With hands down, without a doubt, just start paying attention to the thoughts that come through your mind on a daily basis and how you feel on a daily Pay attention to how you feel, and then if you start to feel, like, anxiety, doubt, sadness, fear, anger, any of those, like, low-level emotions, right, then stop yourself and say, what was I just thinking about? What was the Mm. thought that just went through my head that triggered that? Once you can start making those connections, then you can start reshaping your belief system because belief systems is exactly what's going to get you through in and out of life, right? 
And so it all scientifically starts with your subconscious brain and your subconscious is wired throughout like your whole life. But for the most part, you're born with beliefs, you're ingrained with beliefs through the age of seven. And the only way to truly make a long lasting impact is to rewire, like that's what we call it, rewire, create new neural pathways there where you're like literally creating new areas of your brain for these new beliefs that are then going to carry you up and over your hurdles and through through life and you'll get more money more love more passion more like more of everything that it is that you want in life truly yeah that's awesome so the so the old adage about you know sticking the post-it note or the note card on your mirror about you know the big long-term goals so that it's in your mind you're seeing it every day and and you know you can not will it to happen but like by keeping it right there in front of you it, it's going to put that in your mind and you're going to be hyper aware that this is where you're headed that that's that hogwash that actually is like an important part of this journey towards what you want to achieve it sounds like yeah, that's part of it for sure because your your beliefs are what is going to create your feelings, right, about things. Yeah. It's going to create that lack versus scarcity mindset. That's all made up of all sorts of beliefs, right? It's just hmm. a collection of beliefs that you've or and it, that which started as thoughts that you obsessed about long enough and then they became your beliefs, right? Yeah. Now, here's a great example. Um you can get these even like I remember back when I was in corporate and I was between jobs or maybe I was in one I, I can't remember it's happened like a bunch of times where like mm -hmm. I was in a job and I didn't really like it so I was talking to recruiters about other ones and at the time I was saying that I wanted this type of salary I think it was like I wanted to start making over six figures again and at the time I think I was down around like 70 and mm -hmm. so they were like oh there's no way there's no way you can go from um, you, get, you can't make more than like 10% salary increase from another mm. job. Like companies just don't do that. And so I was like, well, that's a, I mean, you must know more than me. I guess you're right, you know. Huh. And so I adopted that belief and I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll just start with like 80 or 70 or like try to stick around there, right? Uh -huh. <clears throat> but there, then there came a day that I was like, screw that. I had two kids I'd much rather spend time with. I am not leaving this house for less than $95,000, right? Awesome. And lo and behold, within three weeks of me deciding when I was going to go look for a job after Stella was born, I talked to one company and I told, like, I basically said to my husband, I'm not leaving for less than 95000 I just want to see my kids grow up, you know? Mm -hmm. It's not nothing, a penny less is not worth it. And get, what do you think my salary offer was for the last mm. job that I had? Exactly. So 90000 Was it not, was it not 90 on the dot or... Awesome. 95. 95. 95. That's amazing. That's great. Plus like $1,000 every month for my car. Like, oh. and they paid for gas. <clears throat> and all my Starbucks. Lots of coffee dogs, right? That adds anyway. up, yes. So what are some yeah. hurdles that people, that you see or people might expect on this journey as they try to shift their mindset? So they, they've been kind of stuck in this scarcity mindset or, or these, these mindsets that they're just not doing them well and they're trying to shift yeah. they're trying to pivot they're making these first steps this weekend and over the next couple of weeks months what are some yeah. common hurdles that people might run into where where you that you might just want to say like it's okay this is normal you're going to hit this but yeah. you'll make it through like what can people expect yeah a big one i see every single time is um you start growing and you start creating new 
possibilities for yourself or dreaming about new things. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, you've been surrounding yourself with people who don't understand that and who haven't ever done that. And they don't have the cojones to do it for themselves. So then they end up like pigeons just crapping all over your ideas. And so then you get sidetracked because you're like, oh, well, okay, maybe it's not possible, right? But Mm. then there becomes a point where you're like, hell no, my happiness and my freedom, like you start seeing results, right? So your happiness and your freedom becomes more important than the opinions of these people who used to be around you because you're like, no, I'm starting to see results. I'm seeing this work. I know I have all these examples with other people as to how this works, right? Mm -hmm. And so then the next step is people start falling out of your life, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's another, like the combination of those two, or they either get on board or they stay where they are. But meanwhile, you're getting on the train and you're going to freedom land, right? And you're like, I am not going to sit around with you suckers. I've had a taste of what like, what it's yeah. like. And I don't need to be dragged down anymore. And you're welcome to come with me. Come on over. Like, come join the party. But, you know, otherwise, you know, and I see that a lot. But, like, you've got to think about the fact that if you're going to create a new life for yourself, and, I mean, this, it's for all of your clients, right? Like mm-hmm. anybody who wants to start stacking the cash and building super, like, you know, freedom. If they never grew up in a family where that was the standard, then all of the people they're surrounded with are going to be like, that's not possible. It never happened yeah. to us, right? Mm-hmm. But then, they, I mean, you've got to look to the people who have done it. And you've yeah. got to pay attention to the top five people that you spend most of the time with, mm. including people who have podcasts. Like, I started surrounding myself with That's awesome. So yeah, we talk about that a uh, uh, time or two on the podcast where people will often try to start paying down debt. They'll try to start living, living frugally, tracking their expenses, budgeting and so forth. And yet the friends around them are still the same friends and they still like to go out and hang out and whether that's yeah. just eating out or buying drinks or going to Starbucks, you know, like you still have those friends that you're used to being cool and being able to spend money. And all of a sudden you're like, uh, you know, now I budget and I track and I don't want to spend money anymore. And so you do have to shift some of those relationships and so forth. So that's, that's yeah. some amazing advice. What's, um, if people want to find out more about this manifestation and what it means, I know you've got the manifestation queen podcast, which they can find right wherever they're finding the DIY money podcast, but where else can people kind of find out more about you and, and just learn more about what it means to manifest? For sure. I have a group on Facebook called the manifestation Queens, and we do a lot of, um, I do a lot of trainings. I do free coaching Friday in there. Um, I do uh, like a lot of really fun things um, awesome. as it relates to manifestation. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at McKenzie, also on Facebook at the same handle. And yeah, the podcast, I'm actually this next week on the 20th, I guess that's this week. No, yeah. whatever it is. The 23rd, Wednesday, the 23rd there you go. is going to be the 100th episode. That's awesome. Here.
and yep. they have a seven-figure mastermind, right? And so he was having one of his um, not helpers or like assistants or whatever sit in on the the six-figure mastermind while he was in the seven-figure mastermind while they were having like a retreat or some sort of get together. Yeah. And they came back for a debrief, and he was like, "Okay, so tell me what what are their biggest hurdles? What are their biggest problems, right?" Mm-hmm. And like they shared notes, and he was like, "I couldn't believe it, like." They, we came back, and lo and behold, they all have the same exact issues, the same exact problems. Just one one group um, comes to a decision and moves quicker than the others. Like really? The six-figure ah. people were the ones that kind of took a little longer to make decisions and to make a movement, whereas the seven-figure people were like, okay, I'm going to do this. If this doesn't work, then I'll do this. At least I find out faster. And so if that's the biggest thing I can impress. If you guys feel like you're doing something or you need to make a change or like you want something bigger for your life, then make a decision right now to do it. And then even if it's not the right decision, you'll at least find out. Yeah. Because let's face it, like if you wait another year to do the same thing and then you find out it's the wrong decision, then you've like lost a year of, you know, potential growth. So, I mean, look at me. I, I just started my podcast like, boom, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do it imperfectly. I'm going to figure it out along the way. And uh, now like a year and a half later, there's 100 episodes. That's awesome. Congrats on the other the hundred episodes, and that's great advice to kind of keep moving, keep making decisions, keep pressing, keep figuring out what works and so forth. Well, Cassie, that was awesome. Before we let you go today, we got to ask you our final five questions so everybody can get to know you a little bit more. So, of course, this is DIY Money Co- Coffee Talk. So we're going to start out at the top with our common number one: coffee, tea, or neither. Tea. I'm a big tea fan. Ever since having my daughter, um, coffee didn't taste the same. It was a weird, weird thing. So yeah, I'm all green tea. Okay. So speaking of speaking of pivots, pivoting from coffee to tea, I like it. That's good. What about credit card or cash? Do you swing one way or the other? I like. Yeah, I love the credit cards. I love my points. Yeah, fair enough. We yeah. use points, we use cash back and so forth. We got an episode coming up in about a week from now on cards versus cash, yeah. especially during the pandemic. What about mountains yeah. versus beach? I mean, you said you're in you're Disney. We didn't say how you got there or how close you are. So mountains or beaches? Beach for sure, 100%. Favorite beaches. What are your favorite beaches in the U.S., I guess? Oh, my God, my favorite beaches. Let's see. I love where we live, the St. Pete Beach. We've been to a lot of them all over, though. I used to live in California, but I like the Florida, like the white sandy beaches. Um, That would probably – but that's, like, such a boring answer. I mean, good God. What? I'm (laughs) sure there's some awesome beach that you've been to, and you're like, this is great, and just can't remember it. Or you just don't want to give away the secret. It was too good. But that's okay. What about, uh, in the same vein, favorite place that you've traveled? Doesn't have to be a beach, but where some some of the top one or two places when you think of traveling? Yeah. So um, my four-year-old has more passport stamps than most Americans. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. So my husband's South African, and I love going to South Africa. I would say that, you know what? Yeah, my favorite beach is the Camps Bay Beach in South Africa, overlooking the Twelve Apostles and Table Mountains right there. That would be my favorite yeah, I love okay, that. Okay, gonna gonna have to um, Google that. So, uh, so yeah. what's, what's South Africa like? What do you, what is it that you like about that? Uh, not just oh the beach, but just South Africa in general. Well, from a money standpoint, the the um, exchange rate is huge. Everything yeah. is like a quarter of the price there. Mm. Super fresh. Yeah, like it is. Your dollar goes so far. You can get like a five star resort for like two hundred bucks. 
I mean, right on, like, like an upgraded room. It's nuts. The food is amazing. The people are really great. Um, you know, I, I, I love going there. I never want to leave. I'm always like, oh, man, do we have to leave? But, yeah, it's just like um, it reminds us a lot of, like, of California from climate-wise. Yeah. So because I lived in Southern California for about 10 years. So. Ah, awesome. Very cool. cool. Oh, right, yay, well, Money Pool says he's been there. <laughs> yeah, the view of the 12 apostles is amazing. Yeah, that's it's pretty just amazing. gorgeous. You yeah. have to go. Uh, so you can't mention our, our, uh, podcast. You can't mention yours for sure, but, uh, you talked about mind your business podcast. What any other favorite podcast or blog lately that people should check out? Let's see. Good question. Yeah. You know, um, I do like the mind your business podcast. Mm -hmm. Also, if you are like an entrepreneur, Jen Casey has a good one about, um, hers is a lot like NLP based as well. Okay. I really like her podcast. Um, and then, um, gosh, there was this episode, if you're into learning about like the science behind manifestation, there was an episode on the goop with, um, uh, Joe Dispenza. And that was an amazing, yeah. Joe Dispenza. Like, yeah. Like the, what it's, uh, I love hearing him. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, that was Cassie McKee. Uh, sorry, Cassie McKee. <laughs> By the time we get to this far in the episode and I've almost finished my coffee, words get a little tougher. Uh, but anyhow, <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Coffee Talk with Cassie McKenzie from the Manifestation Queen podcast. You can check her out anywhere that you find podcasts, including ours, the DIY Money podcast. Also check out Cassie on Instagram at XO Cassie McKenzie. XO Cassie right. McKenzie. What does the XO stand for, for those that are wondering? Was Cassie McKenzie I don't know. You threw an XO at the yeah, beginning? it was. I did, yeah. It was yeah. creative. I like the abundance mentality. Like, I'm still going to get Cassie McKenzie, but I'm going to throw XO at the beginning. That's awesome. Got it. <laughs> All right. Well, check out her podcast, The Thank Manifestation you. Queen, and check us out at the DIY Money Podcast, where we drop a new episode twice a week. And we'll see you next Friday for another edition of DIY Money Coffee Talk. Thanks so much, Cassie. Hey, thank you so much, Daniel. You have a great weekend. <laughs> you too. Bye. Thanks a million for choosing to push play on another episode of the Manifestation Queen podcast. You truly amaze me. And if this episode blew your mind, then please leave a five-star rating and a quick review on iTunes so more people like you can become Manifestation Queens too. See you next time.